It's episode two, and today we're talking about how to analyze that network of yours. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. Hey, do you want to hear some really good news? You already have a network. You're not starting from zero. No one starts from zero. You already know people. Does that make you feel a little better about this whole networking thing? Whether you're just graduating from college or you're starting your own business, perhaps you're changing careers, or you're simply looking for a way to advance your career, you should always start by reaching out to the people that you already know. So let's take a moment to look at your existing network, the one you already have. We're going to look at how many people you already know and then the strength of those relationships. And with that information, we can begin to create a plan around expanding and strengthening your network. So let's start here. Get a notebook and go through your phone and simply write down all of the people in your contacts list. If you have an account on LinkedIn, let's go there as well. Look at your connections on LinkedIn and write them down too. Now, there is a caveat here. I do not want you to list people from LinkedIn that you have not actually met or at least had multiple conversations with on the platform. We are going to get into LinkedIn strategies in a later podcast, but suffice to say, if you are connected to someone on LinkedIn and you have never met them, talked to them, or corresponded with them for the purpose of this exercise, they are not part of your network. And the reasoning for this will become clear as we analyze your contacts. So yeah, put everyone on the list. Your family, your friends, your past colleagues, your college roommates, everyone. This is how you're going to begin to understand how connected you already are. Probably more so than you originally gave yourself credit for. So you have your list of contacts and connections now. But all of those relationships aren't in the same stage. Some are stronger than others. Some are people you may have fallen out of touch with. Some are brand spanking new connections. It's likely that they're all over the board. So let's take a moment to think about how to categorize your relationships. In my book, I talk about thinking about your network as if it is concentric circles that are formed around a single nucleus, that nucleus being you. The rings closest to you are your strongest relationships. And then the further away we move from you, those relationships that make up those rings are still super fucking important. They're just not as close as the ones in your inner circles. The first ring is your top five. These are your besties. They're your ride or die peeps. These people are invested in your success on a daily basis. They are there for you and they are constantly pushing you to be better and they help you do so. Are you married or are you partnered with someone? Your boo better be in your top five. They better not be intimidated by your success. They should be invested in your success and want you to be as successful as possible. Now, this isn't a couples or a marriage podcast, but I am telling you that you do not have the time nor the energy to surround yourself with toxic people. You can tell if people are invested in your success, if they want you to achieve great things, and if their actions help or hinder your ability to do so. 
you are the five people you spend the most time with. You've heard that before, right? I like to put it a different way. If you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. We can't help but be influenced by the actions, habits, and work ethic of the people we spend the most time with. So who from your list would you have put in your top five? And now, given what I just said about who should be in your top five, would you have to reevaluate yours? The next circle is the circle of 15, or what I like to call the party circle. Let's pretend you're going to throw a party for your business. After your top five, who are the next 15 people you would automatically rattle off to be invited and you know they would come and you know they would bring a bottle of wine or two? That's your circle of 15. How is this different from your top five? Well, the differences are subtle, but they are there. You should feel comfortable enough reaching out to these people for almost anything. And they should know that you will be there for them when they need help too. Sounds a lot like your top five, right? But your interactions with this group are less frequent than your top five. I talk with the people in my top five every week, sometimes multiple times a week. And with the circle of 15, I talk with them once a week or every other week. It's just a little less frequent. Moving on from the party people of Circle 15, we get to your Circle of 50. Knowledge is power, especially in business. Who from your list would you say that you can reach out to for information? Or scuttlebutt, as my Nana would say. That you can bounce ideas off of. That help keep you informed about what's happening in your industry and most importantly, who refer you and your business to others. These should be robust connections. Ones that you have fostered over a period of time and that you feel comfortable reaching out to. Have you spent time with enough people in your network that you would categorize your relationship with them as robust? What would the people in your network do for you and how willingly would they do it? Moving one more circle out, we are now in your circle of 100. I call it the circle of 100, but it could certainly exceed this number, especially when you have been forging relationships and building your network over an extended period of time. Your outer network grows as you grow in your career. You should always be meeting new people and creating a deep extended network that you can tap into. When I said that your extended network is super, super, super important, this is why. Remember in the first episode when I said that 85% of jobs are filled through networking. Well, guess what? They are filled through contacts that we have in our extended network. More often than not, if you have lost your job, been laid off or furloughed, it will be someone in this extended circle who connects you to your next potential job. This is why it is so very important to stay in contact with people, to work on our relationships, but to also remember to constantly be meeting new people and adding to your network every day. The idea is to strengthen our relationships, to move people from the outer circles closer to us over time. These numbers are not hard and fast. They are a guide to help you organize your contacts and connections and to understand the strength of your relationship with each person in your network. The rings added up together, 5 plus 15 plus 50 plus 100 equals 170 people. There's some science behind this based off of Dunbar's number. If you haven't heard of Dunbar or his number, here's a little history on that. 
Robin Dunbar is a British anthropologist and evolutionary psychologist whose studies of non-human primates suggest that there is a limit to the number of stable social relationships that the brain can maintain, and that this limit is tied to the size of the neocortex region of the brain. I know that was a lot, but it will make sense in a minute. For non-human primates, this number is about 50. When this baseline is applied to the larger human neocortex, it suggests that the number of stable relationships we as humans can effectively maintain is 150. Now, his research was conducted in 1992, way the hell before reliable internet, customer relationship management software, social media platforms, iPhones, texting, and all the ways we have to stay connected in today's world. This is why I actually think that 150 is the minimum amount of connections that you should have in your network. You have so many tools at your disposal that will help you remain connected to your network. If you look at your list of connections and you're not anywhere near 150 people, don't worry. You are going to learn all about creating new connections, whether that happens at events, through strategic introductions, research and reach out. We're going to go over all of that. If your list is already 150 or more, we're going to focus on strengthening those relationships, creating more referral sources within your network, as well as continuing to expand your circles. So there you have it. You've done it. You've analyzed your network. You now know where you are starting from and where you need to go from here. That deserves a cocktail, don't you think? I'm recording this episode on one of the hottest, most humid days we've had this summer. It is literally as hot as Satan's damn armpit outside. But that is okay. That is okay. Because I recently learned about an unbelievingly refreshing cocktail, and it is called Ranch Water. Have you heard of it before? If you haven't, it's fabulous. Here's what you need for it. Tequila Blanco, fresh lime juice, and Topo Chico. That's it. What's Topo Chico, you might ask? Well... It's mineral water, which has been bottled since 1895 and is sourced from an active volcano in northern Mexico. I think it lends to the allure of this drink. And because I'm a sucker for a cocktail with a fun rim, I rim my glass with tagine or tahine. I don't know. It's T-A-J-I-N. It's a blend of mild chili peppers, lime, and salt because I'm fancy like that. So there you have it. Mix it all together and you have refreshing ranch water. Perfect for when the air outside is hot as the hinges of hell. Till next time, guys. Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.